So I uh, I met this girl on uh, Twitter the other day. Uh, you know, I sent these uh, I sent these dank tweets. Uh, yeah. uh, I sent a lot of dank tweets, <laughs> very good tweets. And uh, I was with this girl like uh, three, four months, three, sixteen months. And uh, I, she, she, she said, uh, why don't you uh, follow me on Twitter? I was like, ah, I'm always in front of you. Uh, I don't, uh, why do I need to uh, follow you? Right, of course. Uh, your tweets are shit too. And uh, they're what? They're what? They are shit. They are not good. Mm. Um, they are very bad. Uh, my tweets are very hot. Uh, I get, oh my god, oh, I get like three favorites. Uh, sometimes I be uh, I be uh, I be in my luxury uh, vehicle, uh, my Honda Civic, and I just be sending the tweets to the uh, to the outside, and they are they really like it. They give me the reception, uh, very good. But this girl, she tweets about what she eat uh, and um, her favorite uh, soap so far and uh, how many uh, episodes. Uh, of uh, Friends, she like Friends. C'est terrible. I, I don't even watch Friends. I watch, I watch, I watch real, real stuff, like The Apprentice. Do you watch Seinfeld? <laughs> of course, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, uh, of course. Shout out to Kramer. I so, sorry about uh, your incident, but it's okay. And I watched American Idol. So uh, this girl, she, she tell me, yeah, uh, this is going too long. She tell me, yeah, uh, and I, I said I'm never going to follow you. And uh, I told her, listen to the part. It's about to happen right now. Boop. What's going on? What's going on? This is episode four slash five slash six slash infinity of high top flip flops. Uh, we should start off by apologizing to all uh, 20 viewers that uh, for our absence the past couple weeks, we've uh, any technical difficulties that you may have heard on our last podcast amplified um, on a very, very good podcast that we had going. Um, RIP to that podcast, man. That was, uh, that was a very good one. Rest in peace. Can you sing that, uh, that Nelly bit from the Tim McGraw song again? Because oh, we have um, that playing in our heads. Over and over again, uh, and I say it over and over again. I'll be seeing you over and over again. Just loop that, loop that forever. Let's just do that forever. <laughs> that next sixteen pods. Let's just have that bit. Two hours, eh? Um, shout out to Nelly for creating that classic with uh, the legend Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. <laughs> I will never listen to your music, Tim McGraw, because it's twenty sixteen, and why would I listen to country music? It's not good. Um, <laughs> Yo, we got to introduce the guests, first of Very all. Very big guest today. Very it's, big lineup. Introduce yourself, first of all. Uh, it's Chris, a.k.a. Chris, a.k.a. Mr. Date Your Girl With You, a.k.a. Cam, your daddy. And to my right, I have young Anno, Anojin, a.k.a. Mr. Hot Keys. How you doing, man? Yo, here. A.k.a. The, 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 the Smack Resident. <laughs> <laughs> the regular. <laughs> the Crown Royal boss. Daddy. The Crown Royal Daddy. What are you sipping on? Uh, sipping on the Blanc. The Blanc. <laughs> yeah, European man. Very smooth. Good. Yeah, if you uh, if you were to describe this beer, like, are you do you are you down with like, uh, you know, like all the characteristics of a beer? Like, I, I actually don't know. You know, like, yeah. um, 
I'm not. I, I used to be not a big beer fan, Good. but uh, recently I've been drinking a lot more beer. Yeah. What are your top three? Uh well, I would like uh, recently I I tried this new beer. Can't remember. Oh, actually, called Sleeman. Molson can eat. No, uh, I'm kidding. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Sleeman, uh, yeah. Sleeman, yeah. Um, that one's not too bad. You know, I had it for the first time a couple of days ago. Uh, but always coming back to the Blanc. <laughs> oh yeah, how does it make you feel like luxury? Sure. Okay. Sure. How do you I feel? How do you feel about it? Uh, just being, uh, just being named white in French. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, first of all, shout out to all our our uh, Yakubian <laughs> brothers and sisters watching or listening. Um, I think we made it to six. Uh, yeah. Yakubian people, aka uh, white brethren. Um, if you're listening, uh, eating your Chobani yogurt and uh, your mayonnaise sandwiches, we respect you. And please tell your your uh, your parents and your peers. <laughs> <laughs> to Anna's right, we have. Go ahead, introduce yourself, man. My name is Mainin, uh, aka the original Full Marks Boy, aka Young Wavy on the rare occasion, <laughs> aka uh, Young God working in Peterborough right now. Uh, he just told me that he started working at uh, a car dealership in Peterborough, which is what my, uh, or at least where I used to go to university. And uh, what was the what was the first greeting you got from? Uh, as soon as I walked in the door, I talked to the lady in reception, and she said "Howdy," <laughs> and I never got that ever. Yeah, I, honestly, like I've on the pod before, I've said how like I've seen a couple Confederate flags around Peterborough, but generally, like generally speaking, that's probably like a like a one percent of the place, like. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's, it's relatively multicultural, actually, uh, particularly when students come in, which is kind of nice because they shoo everyone who is like a bigot away. Um, but that's sweet, man. So you commute every day. Yep. Wow. It's, uh, yeah, it's not that bad because I'm driving there. Okay. It's okay. against traffic, I guess. So. Right. So not so bad. On the one fifteen. And go into depth on the uh, full marks boy. Yeah. You right. created that phrase. That's a big deal. Thank you. Uh, well, if you want to explain, if you want me to explain how that started. Um, my parents are very sarcastic people. Um, anytime I do something terrible, they'd be like, good job, or whatever, in a very sarcastic tone. And, you know, as all brown people would know, you've been to tuition or at some point in your life, and I'm sure your tuition master at some point said, full marks. You did something well. So um, I ran with that. A plus. And sarcasm. Yeah, A plus, A1, most, best, amazingest. <laughs> you gotta use all superlatives, so... One of these, like, uh, one of those, like, long, hard, like, pats on the shoulder. Like, he pats you once and then just, yeah. like... It's almost like he sunned you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just wants cool. you to be his child yeah. for a moment. Um, also, I have a message to my tutor teacher who used to always make me stick out my hand and hit me, hit my hand with a ruler. One, the meter stick, um, right? Yeah. Uh, real quick, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I hate you, and if I ever see you in the streets, I probably won't throw hands because you're uh, at least 20 years older than me. But... You know what? Uh, stop it. Uh, also, shout out to my parents for pronouncing it uh, Um You tricked me. I would tell other people of other races, and they'd be like, Tushin, that's not a word. And I'd be like, yes, it is. My uh, The person who gave birth to me would say it often. <laughs> me and 60 other students every Friday night go to tuition, so I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, money well spent, first of all. Yeah. I'm glad that money didn't go to pay my actual tuition. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so happy, actually. <laughs> Yeah, you take in. However, though, you gotta you gotta big up all the Tamil people out there doing cash cash only businesses. Like you oh, think yeah. about how many taxes they made and how much money they make. Like my oh. old Nirlangam teacher, this guy had a hundred students. If you were to do some simple math, he had a hundred students. Okay, every month his hundred students paid him twenty dollars, 
I did this every year. On top of being like a like a manager, like a head nurse at like Scarborough mm. General Hospital. Damn. Yeah, this guy was taking. That's the hustle. And he was an awful teacher. Like he was just the absolute <laughs> worst. Um, but people still paid him. Um, so shout out cash only businesses. You know, I don't know what mine would be. My cash only business. Mine would probably be a uh, credit card fraud. <laughs> That's a profitable um, business. And it pays homage. It pays homage to, to those before us as well. my heritage, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we also have... Marisha, I don't have any... You've um, never run with any AKAs, huh? Eh? My Twitter have... handle at one time was Sharuk Kwan. Okay, nice. Like Sharuk Kwan, right, Kwan, because right, right. I'm hip. Okay, But, okay. yeah... That's then it. I changed it because no one respected me. What What is it now? Marusha. It's just Marusha, okay. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, it's also like this guy having Naveka at Hotmail.com. Like, that's very rare to just have a handle <laughs> that's just your name. Uh, please follow me at <laughs> NivekaHotmail.com. Um, hate or love, it's all good. But talk to him. Tell, let him know, like, about you. Um. So, yeah, how about how about uh, what you're currently doing on Earth? Like what you been doing? What you been saying the past three months? All right, I'm trying to liberate the brown people. Swag. Um, I co-founded Unfair and Lovely. Proper. And I'm new to Toronto. Well, I'm like back after 15 years in Texas. Right. So the Confederate flag thing. Mm. Yeah, that was like a daily thing that I encountered when I was in Texas. All the back of the trucks, right? Back of the trucks, the fraternity houses at UT. they were like hidden KKK houses right. all throughout. Yeah, it was like scary living there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a lot of encounters with racism in Texas. Yeah, I can imagine. Like, yeah. They say everything's bigger in Texas. I imagine racism. The damn racism. I, I imagine racism <laughs> is included in that. Yeah. So, so you're saying you returned to Toronto. So, were you mm-hmm. born in Canada? I was born in Scarborough. Shout Scarborough. out to Grace. Shout out to Grace, indeed. Yes. Yeah. And um, I went and lived in Texas for 15 years, and now I'm back, and yeah. I'm just like feeling out yeah. everything. Yeah. It's so different. In what ways? Like, top, top, okay, first thing. What was the first thing that you uh, experienced as being different? Was it uh, culture? Was it weather? Was it people's shit taste in fashion? I feel like the fashion here is like really good. Yeah. Yeah. In Texas, they're all all wore like chacos. What is a chaco? Uh, yeah, oh, I didn't know this either. This is important information. Yeah, please, please share. So if you see a white person with chacos, you need to run. Because right. they're like one of those like white liberals who are like I'm progressive. They're like those faux liberals, you know. Mm. So uh, yeah, there's a lot of chacos. I think the fashion in downtown Toronto is really dope. That's where I'm living right now. Nice. Yes, and then um the culture accessible like I don't know different types of music not country um, not punk rock like I experienced in downtown Austin accessible cuatroti I fuck with that and um, just like diversity like actual diversity so it's pretty cool where's your go-to spot for cuatroti right now um I try is it Babu's Bobby's. Yeah. That's uh, good. Shout out to sponsor real quick. Of course you're already sponsoring us with the rolls. Yeah. Um, rolls. What else? The non uh, samosas, uh, mutton curry, butter chicken. Mm. They got the Pakistani place across the street. All good service. Like, yeah. <laughs> great service. Ana, Ana. Ayo, ayo, 
<laughs> Classic. You just did. Uh, you just, I thought you were working there right now. <laughs> uh, also, real quick, the fashion in Scarborough uh, very different from downtown Toronto. <laughs> Which is perhaps perhaps what I was referring to. But I can respect it. Uh oh. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I love fit, uh, Blue Jays fitted caps, uh, fedora hats, large sweatpants, and um, what else is. Uh, Roshi runs. Oh my god, I love him so much. Uh, comfortable, man. Okay. Uh, for those of you not actually listening, I gave Krish a harsh look. I have. Uh, I don't have. I don't have love for the Roshi run. Uh, all love to Adidas, because one day they're gonna love us and they're gonna send us uh, mad ultra boost. Uh, anyways, um, good start. We're gonna start off with um, our legendary bit. Soup it up if an Ojin could do the drop real quick. Soup it up! Okay. Alright. Um, so, God I have, damn. I have I many. I'm so good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have many soup it ups, of course. As always, man. I swear. Young cheese god over here. <laughs> I swear the last one I had like three, but I only remember one, which is. So, I started a new job. Place won't be named, but. Uh, we <laughs> named it before, but either way, it doesn't matter. Uh, we'll protect them. We'll, we'll protect, protect them. Uh, they don't know about this podcast, but if they did, um, they definitely uh, promote me. Um, but anyways, I saw on training, I saw a few people with, I saw three people with capes. Now, my limit for capes is zero capes. And I saw three that exceeded it by one, two, three. Uh, I didn't appreciate that because um, who can you save? Are you, are you Batman? Batman has saved many lives. You can't save anybody because you're just wearing your coat over your shoulders. Stop. Stop. And something we also talked about, which you ended up revisiting, was in The Incredibles, which is a legendary Pixar movie. I just watched it again. Yeah. Perfect movie, yeah. actually. Um, one, of the, one of the big things that they talk about is when, uh, is when the mom, Mrs. Incredible, is like getting her suit. She's like, oh, where's the cape? And then Edna Mode, is that her name? Like the, she was the yeah. one doing the fashion oh, thing. She was like, character, by the way. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably, probably one of the best. I think I think I like Dash the most, but she's up there for sure. Um, she's like, oh, like, she just starts listing off superheroes, like, dead by cape, dead by cape, like, <laughs> caught in, like, a swinging door, caught in, like, an airplane, like, caught underwater. Just don't do case. Just not accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, you could wring your neck out with it, you know what I'm saying? And also, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm curious to know who who enabled them. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, a lot of the time, that's what that's all it takes in fashion, right? That all it took was Ian Connor to wear a pair of Skechers for like a plethora of people to toss on a pair of Skechers, right? Without like mindlessly. I mean, that's just you know what the internet has done. I mean, before the internet too, I think fandom has done that, right? It's just people mindlessly follow. But like, who put on the cape first for a couple mandems to just think? Mm. Maybe I could wear this. Yeah, uh, I'll never know. The only person allowed to wear a cape, uh, kill a cam Cameron, uh, of the uh, Dipset royalty, because he wore a cape. He designed a cape with uh, Mark McNary, That's right. and it was released. And I don't know if I think it sold out very fast, but I think it sold out for the for the memorabilia having it hung up. Like nobody's actually rocking it. Um, but salute to Cam. Right now, there's actually a petition to uh, cancel the um, U.S. American uh, National Anthem yeah. and have the Dipset Anthem. Dipset Anthem. <laughs> as the American National Anthem. Um, for those of you who have listened to Dipset, um, I have a strong love for Dipset. Uh, shout out Joel. Shout out to um, Joel. 
Shout out Jim. Freaky. Um, <laughs> I sincerely hope that kids are not standing up to that trash anthem song and are standing up to something that um, that makes them feel good, gives them confidence in the morning. You know? Yeah, nothing better than Dipset. The second, I would say, I would say runner-up to the Dipset anthem is Knock Yourself Out by Jadakiss. Because that's the only way to start the day if you're at school. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, that was... Okay, you know the Jada Kiss. That was a attempt. Yeah, we'll right? give that one yeah. like a 4 out of 10. That's a 4 out of 10. <laughs> but I rate you for trying. Thank you, thank you. Um, I love that so much. If I, if I could just have a full 3 minutes of him just saying that, um, please send it to me. Uh, you know my email. I told you to follow it earlier. We and can I, maybe get Anna to do the hockey. We could just came to practice that. Until the next time we record, maybe so. Yeah, I just what? It's okay. Anojin, the Godsmack father, uh, still very the Godfather of Smack. <laughs> um, but don't worry about it. We respect it. One more soup it up for myself, and then we have one by Marusha as well. Myself, um, the other day I was, uh, of course, I was rocking the Kirkland tea tucked into my skinny pants. So um, I have some some big stuff coming up for Kirkland. I won't announce it, but they might sue me after this. But that's okay. <laughs> Um, so I was walking past, I was in, uh, I want to say yep. Scarborough, okay. actually, and I walked by a car, and um, immediately the doors locked. Now, I looked in the window, it was a nice um, white lady uh, who was frightened by me. First of all, how are you scared of me? Uh, I'm wearing a white tee. Hit him with the stats, hit him with the stats. And it's tucked in. Alright, How? Also, I have the haircut of Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, Ferris, oh, Ferris Bueller, uh, our hero. Um, thirdly, uh, what did you think I would do? Like, run up in your car and pay all your bills? Uh, like, Young responsible. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, I was looking like, uh, who's, uh, who's super nice and respectable? Uh, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Uh, <laughs> I was looking like straight Peter, up Mel Peter Mansbridge. Yeah. Peter Man- <laughs> oh, Peter Mansbridge retiring. July um, 2017. Yo, I actually used to watch the national. Peter Mansbridge um, hosted the National on CBC, which is like a news show. Um, I actually used to fall asleep to it as a kid. Yeah, you know? because it's that boring. Yeah. <laughs> My dad once told me how he met him, and uh, yeah, he's just like, yeah, he's like more boring in person than he is on television. Which is like a, wow, <laughs> like a very flattering or unflattering thing, I should say, to say about a person. Just like their life. It's like, bro, like you get to meet so many people. You get to share the latest news stories. And you're just the most boring person on earth. Uh, unfortunately, you are, but um, <laughs> I still got love for you, of course. Yeah. Um, and if you want to give your take on uh, this soup it up bit, um, please do. I have nothing to say. You have a that oh. bit, the chakras bit. Oh, well. Yeah, please tell us more about the chakras, because I think okay. that just that. So is that a name? Where yeah, it's where's that? Where's that issue? Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. like a strappy sandal. Okay. Be on the lookout. And so me and my friends, it was like two brown people and a black guy. We were walking around downtown, really. Smacked, as say here. Gobsmacked. Yeah, I've never heard that term. It's exclusively used on the show. I've never heard, like, so much Toronto lingo. Nice. Yeah, so I'm, like... Refreshing or overwhelming? Overwhelming, for sure. Oh, the six references. Six! (laughs) (laughs) Yo, they're awful. They're awful. That's the hideous shoe. Oh, Oh, cool. That's like a foot cage. And those are, like, (laughs) a hundred bucks. 
So that's awful. People pay for that shit. Anyways, does it say butt ugly on that one? <laughs> yes, that is the truth. Tanyun but damn is, worth it. Tanyun is listening. We're just looking it. at pictures on Nivik's laptop. They're ugly. Go look up chocos for yourself, please. But yeah, we were just like walking around, being drunk as shit, and then um, this white man comes up to us, and he was like. What are y'all? Where are y'all from? That's what he started with, and I was like, No, I don't have time for this. Yeah. Come on. And so then he was like, What do y'all think about racial relations between the U.S. and Canada? And I was like, Dog, I'm like drunk on Friday. I'm not trying to talk about this right now. So um, I just kind of laid down the truth, and I was like, You can't ask brown and black people or people of color these racial questions. I'm not your source of education. There's a reason Google exists. There's a reason academic literature exists about this. Um, I'm trying to be carefree and just like run around and be drunk. Live and my you're, life right now. You're re- like, he's really intruding on my life right now. And he's, oh, and then he was like, I'm dating a Vietnamese girl. And I was like, <laughs> all right, cool. The classic, oh, I've had a black roommate for yeah, five years. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, okay, you're dating her and you're like fetishizing East Asian women, yeah. but that's another topic. Yeah. And so, um, and then I was like, you can't ask these questions because, like, you're making us, you're forcing us to recall acts of violence that we've experienced when we're trying to, like, have fun. And you don't have access to, like, my education. Like, pay me. Yeah. And I'll tell you about yeah. it. So, yeah, that's that's my Chaco's bit. Avoid Chaco. the Chaco's men. All right, that was a... Uh, that was a men's shit? Hmm? That was a men's shit? Gender yeah. neutral. <laughs> That's how you know it's good. Uh, if it's for both uh, genders. This is the same pricing as a Stan Smith or Adidas Gazelle. No. So definitely don't spend your money on that. <laughs> Buy uh, this sandal with straps on it. Oh, I definitely... The first thing I did was I was like, oh my god, you're wearing Chacos. And he got really defensive. He was like, they're comfortable. He got. He was real hurt. But... Man, yeah. That is the ultimate defense for anything that looks ugly. Mm-hmm. But it's just like all you can say is, well, no, it's comfortable. Like, that's that's mm-hmm. the only thing you have to say. Also, if someone disses you, like the best comeback is just making fun of the shoes. Cause... It really is. I feel like shoes are very telling of a person. Are they? You know? You know, okay, personally, I don't know. Yeah, you know what? You know, it was really funny. Um, I was talking to two of my friends just the other day. Both happened to be, um, both happened to be women as well, and they were. They were both saying to me, they're like, oh, like, is one of the first things you look at when you are interacting with someone who you're, like, physically attracted to what shoes they're wearing? And I was like, no, I don't think I ever have. Um, But they were like, for us, that's like a, that's like a big one. Yeah. Which that was kind of funny. And they were just, like, listing off. They're like, the big one. They're like, number one, just like, red, red flag is like, square-toed dress shoes. Which I agreed with. I was just like, man, I'm not trying to talk to anyone wearing square-toed dress Mm -hmm. shoes. Stop. Or Uh Tom's. Tom's. Eh? I look out for Tom's yeah. too. Sorry okay. if no, no, no. I, I can't because I just got flat feet. So it's just like, literally wearing like, bata slippers, which mm-hmm. I also can't wear. Um, but I'm trying to think of what else would be a red flag. What do you guys think of Bluntstones? You guys into Bluntstones? What is that? I have no idea. What that um, is. I'm sure you've seen them before. A lot of, uh, a lot of. Uh, Hips or white people like to wear them. Oh, blonde stones. Blunts, yeah, sorry. Oh, like these. Yeah, you've seen them before. They're basically like Chelsea boots, but. Um, uh, Chelsea light boots? Like rugged. L I T. Yeah. But, um, yeah, essentially what they are. You know what? Um, now that you're spending more time in Peterborough, you'll see them everywhere. Really? Yeah. You'll see them everywhere for sure. I'll keep, I'll keep a lookout for them. Yeah. I feel, I think, feel like people like them just because they don't have laces, but um, I don't know. 
yeah, just not for me. Like the slip-on feature, it's just not for me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think of flats, just in general? Like flat shoes. Yeah, no, like like flats. For women. Yeah. I don't wear them. Yeah. I I get when people wear them, but I'm just like, oh, that's a basic bitch. <laughs> I mean, that's like really reductive. Yeah. Sorry if you wear flats. <laughs> it also just doesn't seem like it's any support. Like, I feel like they're just as... They lack as much support as tall Yeah, as true. Um, but you remember those Vibram? Remember those, like, five-finger... Those, like, shoes where you, like, slipped into... Oh, I remember those. Every toe. Oh, stuff. Lucky I owned a pair for, like, a week. Because I was doing competitive water sports for a little Ooh, bit. And I was like, you know what? Okay. Let me try this. Competitive? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> okay, I was, I was dragon boating. Oh. It was actually really fun, but I was like, I don't need these. I'll just go barefoot. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you ever have the feet, you ever have that feeling where you know what, I want to move my middle toe right now. <laughs> that shoe is perfect for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's true. I I can confirm right now. I don't think you can just move my middle toe. You can. <laughs> I don't think you can. Can you? Yeah, move my. It's out of my big toe. Everyone's trying right it. It's your big toe right now. All <laughs> four of the other ones. Yeah, you know? it's out of big toe. Or all other four. Yeah. Maybe I don't got versatile feet, but yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm currently trying that, and I can. It's not working out. You can? Yeah, yeah. You have fingers down there, yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, right? All my tests down here. Um, okay, thank you very much for sharing that. I feel like I, there's a part of me that feels like, perhaps in like the earlier stages of your life, uh, it wasn't as apparent that essentially what these people are doing is just like coming from like a, a dark place of ignorance you know what I mean like was there a kind of like a, a turning point in your life at, at any stage where it just kind of all clicked like was it yeah was there was there anything in particular that kind of you know enlightened you to an extent or do you feel like right off the bat like from a very young age you're able to gauge that no yeah well growing up with the states I feel like I was like real whitewashed mm. and so um, I think when I decided to detract from that and like accept my identity and um, embrace it was in college. Right. Um, but I was also like a black studies major, so I like studied race. Right. I think the time when I became more, li- the most liberated was when I uh, studied abroad in Brazil. And I just saw like, because I don't know, in the United States, I guess like not so much now because of activism and stuff, but. Um, the way that racism works is really institutionalized and covert. So like the prison system or like um, police surveillance or whatever. But in Brazil, it's very obvious. And I went during the Confederate Cup when they were like literally kicking out the poorest people out of their homes because they had the best views so they could build hotels and stuff. So I was like, damn, like racism is real. It's just, I think, a different approach. They kick out people in America too, but they're like, it's because of this mandate. Whereas there, it's like, oh, let me make bank because of the Olympics and Confederate Cup. Confederate Cup was 2013, which Mm -hmm. is wild to think that the World Cup happened a year later. Mm -hmm. And two years later is the real Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, crazy because, um, like, all those venues that they're building, they're they're not going to be put to use. They're they're giant, like, toilets for birds. Yeah. In a few years, like, that's what's historically happened with all those other venues, you know? Um, and they were just like, so the slums, I guess, are called favelas, favelas yeah. and they're higher up. Mm-hmm. And so that's like where good views are. And so hotels uh, were built there and everything. But it's weird because when you get from the airport in Rio, 
when you drive into the city, there's a huge fence where you can't see any of the favelas. Like, they're proactively hiding poor people from tourists. And then, um, like, prostitution and drug trafficking, all that, It the, the victims of violence are black people, like, straight up. So when I saw that, I was like, shit, like, I thought it was cute and dandy. I was, like, assimilating with white people, except in reality, I'm always just going to be seen as, like, a darts and thermal girl, you know? And so I just decided to embrace that identity. And then when I came to Texas, I saw it unfold in the institutional ways that it happened. Yeah. And now I'm here, and I'm seeing it in, in other ways. For sure, for sure. Yeah. I think um, something that... <clears throat> It's definitely hard for a lot of people to accept, uh, particularly in Canada, is that it's just as bad here, mm-hmm. or it's just as institutionalized. Um, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people don't even think such a thing exists, in t- institutionalized racism. Uh, just the idea is p- perhaps too complex for them to, mm-hmm. for, for someone to rattle your head around, and then needless to say, like it's not a, uh, a bad thing, but it is something that <laughs> very clearly exists, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think it. I think what you're saying just about it being uh, far more institutionalized or embedded or a lot harder to mm-hmm. uh, a lot harder to pinpoint is kind of just like a, a like probably the most terrifying because it yeah. also just like makes you think about who is like at the pinpoint of this all just like puppeteering the whole mm-hmm. thing. Right? And it's like everyone, even my dad, when I tried to talk to him about racism, he was like, "But a black man is our president." Yeah. That's always the go-to. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't that mean, mean shit. Yeah. Like, this one man is in the White House that was built by black people. Like, yeah. you know. Ooh, that's very true, actually. Damn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> White House was built. Yeah, seriously. So, I don't know. And in Toronto, like, so in America, there's a lot of South Asian people, but they're all, like, privileged as fuck because our immigration... I keep saying our, like, America wants me, but they don't. Um, But their immigration laws are real, like, strict, so you have to be really educated or really well off to come into the country. But here, I feel like the immigration laws are really a lot more lenient for, like, refugees and asylum seekers and all that. So the South Asian community is just so different. Like, in America, I would be like, I'm South Asian. But here, it's like, I am Elam Thamul. Like, I'm very hyper-specific because we make it clear that we are different from other South Asians. And I think it's like fending for ourselves and being able to unify with people who are more like us. Whereas there, we had to unify with other South Asians because post 9-11, everyone saw us the same. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. By far, the the freakiest thing um, is actually kind of what you were saying about uh, immigration laws in Canada. Mm -hmm. Um, Something that I very recently found out, particularly from going to Trent University, is how... um, how almost shadier it is because of how like how accepting they are of you coming in but uh but then once you're like three or four years deep is when shit just gets like ridiculously hard so for example um anyone who's here maybe uh for university and is like um you know from kenya we'll say um, they're doing their four years here. This actually very recently happened to a friend of mine. They've been working for uh, probably three or four years. They're building up kind of like essentially like points for permanent residency, which is mm. just like this ridiculously intense, like unnecessary application to be like, oh, like I've done all these things to like not necessarily claim to be like a Canadian citizen yet because I don't want to, but allow me to stay here permanently kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just like they make you jump through like you know mm-hmm. flaming loops just to just to do it and he ended up getting his 
revoked just because of like a, a very very small like fine print that was never stated anywhere you know mm-hmm. um like yeah i think that's that's probably the most frustrating part is um you know like i i'm lucky enough to have gone to school with people who are mm-hmm. coming from outside of this country to for me to acknowledge or become aware of that right mm-hmm. but you know even just thinking about like like this even ties into the idea of like travel privilege right or like Mm -hmm. you think about us being like canadian citizens in our country's ties with so many other countries and how easy and accessible it is for canadians to fly without like intense like visa issues or um or even just like you know being denied access because of the country we're from right Mm -hmm. whereas like yeah depending on depending on who you are there there could only be like six or seven countries that you're even able to reach right Mm -hmm. um yeah, which I think, yeah, I, 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 it just kind of makes you feel a little helpless, uh, particularly when you, uh, I think all of us here are like, I guess what you could call like a, I don't even know, like a, like a, a second culture immigrant, you know what I mean? Um, like Pickering, like again, you guys all rolled through pretty late, but like Pickering is like quote unquote multicultural, but for the most part it is still dominated by white people. I feel like multicultural mm-hmm. is just like a fancy word that you can toss in when you have like, you know, it's like a 40% like ethnic mm-hmm. diversity in your area, you know? Um, and what you are saying earlier, just about like, you know, being whitewashed is like a trippy thing to think about because mm-hmm. when you're like six years old, you don't really know you're doing something to fit in, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, do you, can, if you were to look back, can you guys think of one of the first things you did to fit in without even realizing that you were doing it to fit in? Like, I'll tell you mine. It was buying a, a pack of hockey cards mm. and just, like, putting them in a binder and just being like, oh, these are all my favorite players. Um, yeah, and just, lo- like, you know, not necessarily forcing myself. Again, I was six years old. I didn't feel like I was forcing myself, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, but in the back of my mind, it definitely was like, oh, this is what everyone here is watching. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I was also like, oh, this is what, like, anyone who's, like, black, Chinese, white, brown, everyone here is watching. And this is me jumping from, like, a school 25 minutes from here to the school down the street, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's really interesting because um, the reason that I could acknowledge that I was whitewashed is because I came here and visited. Right. And all my cousins and, like, friends were like, why are you so whitewashed? Mm. I was like, damn. And it was when someone said that to you, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's what I was like, damn, I'm a coconut. Yeah. And I didn't even know it. Right. That was yeah. the first time that it happened to me as well. It was when, it was just when someone was like, oh, like. It hurt because, it hurt because they, it was someone jabbing it. It was like family member jabbing at the way I pronounced words or like my mm. vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Which I don't necessarily think is like a, a valid reason to, yeah. you know, kind of challenge someone, but. That's like white supremacy winning, because you're like, um, articulate people yeah. have to be white. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Uh, by far the most frustrating part. But yeah, you're saying you, you could think of yours? There's two things yeah. uh, that we got to talk about that clicked into my mind. The first part being about diversity. Mm. So um, I'm not going to name my current employer, but sure. where I work right now, um, went to the office, and I was with a couple other people, and they were talking about how diverse the company is. It's, uh, it's absolutely not that diverse. There's, there's three people of Asian descent, and me and another person that are um, of darker skin color. And my friend's like, wow, this place is pretty diverse. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. Like, if you came to Scarborough, it would be totally different. 
And um, the other thing, you're talking about how after post 9-11, how everybody sees us as brown. I have a great story for this. And if you know me, you've heard me say this story a million times. But I used to be a cashier at a grocery store. And I was on, a, I was on my, I was on the express lane. Oh. I was, uh, I was, <laughs> one to eight items, bro. Yeah, one to eight <laughs> I'm trying to fly. Uh, eight hour shift, tail end of my shift. I'm um, moody, I have a lot of attitude, I'm pissed. I just want to go home. This one, so the grocery store I work at charges for bags. A lot of people are not happy about this. Um, lady asked for five bags. I gave her four, mistakenly. And she was very upset about this. So I just grabbed a handful and slung it in her direction. Clearly she didn't like my attitude. So uh, it's a middle-aged white woman. Crumpled up the bag and I see her pacing back and forth. I know she wants to do something with the bag. She comes she comes close to me, whips the bag in my face and goes, and that's for 9-11. <laughs> and walks off. Oh, shit. And I was, I was mind blown because like, I'm not even kind of close. Not even like, when I think, see, low, I think good tea. I don't, and um, I'm looking at like my other um, customers like, Yo, y'all saw that? <laughs> and they all looked at me and like, you gonna finish, you gonna hurry up or what? Yeah. <laughs> How do you bounce? Uh, so what Manny's trying to say is, be accurate with your racism. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> please. Like, you should have known, this is a normal kid. He's uh, not of uh, another particular race, so just uh, chill. No, but that's uh, that's the most fucked up thing. Um, that's supremely fucked up. Yeah, I I can't help but laugh because it just uh, it, it literally, I, it literally just it seems out of like the a, first thing I did was stand still, and then I started laughing because like this is. Yeah. It has to be. This is insane. It has to be a joke. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, she felt really good for tossing a bag that, like, loses its velocity halfway through. I did something today. I did something good. I'm going to walk home and sleep well tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wonder how she is. Like, she's probably like, yeah, this is good. This is. I did did good today. (laughs) You know what's what's blown up recently, which I think is super funny to hear people argue about, is is, uh, this slight bit of controversy. It's not even controversy. It's like a. Uh, a topic of argument that's been around for a few years here in Toronto, which is uh, the like the the CNE air show. Um, mm-hmm. So there's like yeah. So during the the exhibition, there's like this maybe like two hour window where there's just like you know this huge like active militarism, just like where these huge planes just go on like you know do all these flips and blah 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 whatever. Um, and like the complaints have ranged from. Um, residents just being like dog like i'm trying to do some homework or like i'm trying to get work done and like all i hear is just like fighter jets mm-hmm. um and then you have people who are like you know i'm like i got dogs and like they won't shut up because they're freaking out and then on the opposite end of this we're not even at the opposite end, but at the most extreme side you have uh you have refugees um uh, like people who are uh, seeking oh, asylum yeah. and even just like war vets yeah. who are like well th- this is actually triggering like yeah, PTSD stress is real. yeah exactly um so then you have like of course you have the like the classic argument just like well if you don't like it here why don't you leave mm. which i think is the funniest part because uh because like you see, i particularly on my facebook i've been seeing so many people go off just like like you know what you were getting into when you came to this country like i'm sure on the application it said listen uh, between august 4th and august 16th there's one day there's a two-hour window where there's like extremely intense like air show which may trigger ptsd mm-hmm. if this isn't for you entering this country you know it should just be a write-off completely and on top of that i think my my favorite part is uh is like this article that these uh, these like you know pro air show people have been is uh, has like clearly stated that uh, there are like war vets Canadian war vets 
who have also been like it's a bit much mm-hmm. um, even though you know this act of militarism is like something yeah, to prepare, it's, right? it's, like, it's real sad that they have to include the white victims though yeah like we can't be sympathetic to yeah. the brown yeah exactly exactly yeah people only taking it seriously because they uh they brought it up yeah the white yeah. yeah and I, I i think the funniest part is like uh you have these guys just like bashing like anyone who doesn't like this can just leave and it's like oh like uh you seem to be so proud of like this militarism you can send your where do you want to send your Canadian war vets to mm. like I'm sure we can find somewhere to send them like yeah people are just being really uh aggro but I mean that's just what you're gonna get you know but um yeah just another prime example of Canada fostering and breeding uh the same amount of ignorance right as as anywhere in the world um but on top of you spending time in Texas, uh, you're in you're in Idaho, yeah. Ohio, Ohio, Ohio. There we go. <laughs> Idaho, Ohio, <laughs> totally Iowa, uh, Wisconsin, yeah. Wyoming. All of the same thing, right? Anyways, yeah, I was in Ohio for um, okay. about a good six weeks. Okay, and you're doing some something work related. That is true. Okay. Um, and uh, before before even going, how lenient were you on heading down there? Was it something that you were? I mean, like just do the fact that it was like work training you're being shipped down there that you're just kind of eager to or was there like a hesitancy that was existing I like uh, like I've never been to America before and like I know a lot of people go shopping in Buffalo right. maybe gone to Detroit or whatever right. but I've never been so to me I was almost kind of eager to see what it was about mm-hmm. I was in a more rather rural section of Ohio like it's not it's not Cleveland Cincinnati or Columbus I wasn't in any really major city so okay what was the name of the city uh, Dayton slash Kettering Okay. Um, so, the only reason why I knew Dayton, if you knew, if you kept up with NCAA basketball two yeah. years ago, uh, Dayton had a great run. They made like um, Elite Eight or right. I think six, the Sweet Sixteen round or something like that. Okay. And I kept up with them for that reason. So I've not nothing. Right. Um, drove down there. Oh wow. Solid uh, eight to ten hour drive. Um, got there. It's cool and all. It's cool and all. But I guess it took me a while to realize it was heavily white like uh, the only time I saw someone that wasn't white was when I was at the Cincinnati Outlet Mall and I saw brown people I'm like of course sales listen where else are you going to get your Tommy I know exactly right um, <laughs> that's facts uh, <laughs> yeah uh, there's a lot of white people there um, like those people too really didn't understand how like I'm not I'm not kinda on that terrorist vibe not even close like uh, there's a lot of jokes that they did um, funny people good, good folks but really they just don't know like they they clearly do not know they'll crack a lot of ISIS jokes one day it was raining right and I have a white t-shirt on my head because I don't want my get, get my hair wet and I'm running into the office and I'm just very bad very bad off the top I'm brown guy with some headgear oh no watch out yeah. I'm walking and I'm just like ah, maybe I'll make out that sort of noise because it's raining yeah. and I'm getting wet and whatever I walk in the door and everyone's just looking at me like what is going on right. and um, my my co-workers that were like that knew me they're like yo what's wrong with you you look mad terrorist right now what are you doing and I was like I didn't know that was a look yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying yeah it's, uh, but you know it's funny though they say all this but I'm Canadian and some of my friends there they they have access to weapons. They, you go to Walmart, the gun section is, is like set aside beside like the video games in a white, I mean in a clear yeah. um, cover. Yeah, like it's when you think of it, who has more potential to do harm here? I don't yeah. know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Ohio is a state I believe you're allowed to open carry in. Um, right. I saw I think yeah, I don't know if it was at the office or somewhere. It's like um, 
gun if you have a permit you're allowed to carry it to the office or something like that like it's, we, uh, it's yeah, freaky yeah yeah and particularly because it's like uh, like no one has any good reason to yeah. fire off it's like oh I'm here with my coworkers. Yeah, everyone here gets along yeah, you don't agree with me in the meeting yeah that's just yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like yeah what? Um, just freaky yeah, yeah and um, so they like I was the only person again that wasn't white um, they had like they had no idea so they started giving me the ISIS jokes all the time uh, mm-hmm. if I was working on something I got snapchats later with my head down goes like working on ISIS things um, Damn. I got uh, I had to play along with it like I can't be alienated right so I did it's like to the point where it became very casual jokish and when I brought it back here everyone's like yo what are you what are you doing yeah. no no not good not cool um, to a point where like the way I greeted my fellow co-workers was kaboom how do you do oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it got like it got really out of hand yeah. Um, but yeah like they had like when I had to explain to them I'm Sri Lankan they're they're just confused. They're like, and does that mean you're not? Maybe I don't know. So yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, most people I know don't even know Sri Lanka is a country. I have to yeah. explain how I usually go about explaining it. Like, uh, like uh, my parents are from Sri Lanka. That's my mm-hmm. that's my background. Um, and they'll be like, oh, I don't even. I most of the time I don't even. I don't even say Tamil just because. Oh, I, I think that's too, too much. much. Not too a layer. Much, not yeah. a layer. But I always deal with the like, Sri Lanka, and this one guy's like South American. I, was, <laughs> I just burst out laughing. I burst out laughing, just like pat him on the shoulder. I was like, "Ah, you fucking tool." <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I always start by saying it's a little island south of India, and it's like immediately south. It's the only island that's there. But they'll be like, "Oh, a little island," and I'm like. You go back to Pangea, I'm sure it was probably attached, and yeah. then, you know, hundreds of thousands of years later, it detached and became its own country. Um, but, yeah, it's, I, I'm currently watching this show, uh, it's like an HBO miniseries called The Night Of. Um, haven't you guys seen it? There's a double girl on there. Yeah, yeah. And Riz Ahmed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, who I'm that's just, the show. That's yeah, the show, who yeah. I'm just being introduced to, who's a really, really good actor. Wait, have you listened to his tape with Hames? No, okay, because I've, I've literally Special only started boys. diving into his life a little bit, so okay. I just found out that he raps as well, which is yeah, pretty yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm only, I'm only halfway through, so I'm only four episodes deep, but yeah, one thing that, like, they're, these HBO guys, again, there's, like, I actually haven't looked at the credits, like, writers or directors or whoever, but um, one thing that I find sometimes it's cringeworthy about the show is like how much they try to envelop like Islamophobia into the show mm-hmm. to some points where it's like uh, it is almost just like a little gawky you know it doesn't doesn't necessarily feel um, as embedded as like as you kind of mentioned earlier right like mm-hmm. one thing that I really like is that uh, um in simplest terms, it's like a murder mystery. So um, when people are like talking about this guy as a suspect who happens to be this Pakistani guy, um, anyone who happens to like not be South Asian in the show or just you know be like uh, aware enough to describe this guy as Pakistani will call him an Arab. They'll be like, "Oh yeah, the Arab dude, the Arab dude, the Arab dude." And every once in a while, other people like some certain cops will just acknowledge him when they'll be like oh where's this guy the Arab dude and they'll be like oh he's just down there and then every once in a while you have like a detective or a DA or someone will be like he's not Arab he's Pakistani kind of deal right um, that's essentially you know a, a struggle that you kind of face for what six months 
Uh, no, six weeks. Six, six weeks. weeks. Okay. Week. I was talking like my friends are like, "Hey, you're just like you're just like my other brown friend. He likes hip hop too." Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, God, so to me that was like the weirdest sentence. And like another guy introduced me as him, like to me and the way he talked. He's like, "Yeah, I'm half white," and that was so weird to me when he never specified mm. his other. It's a superiority complex. Yeah, he's like, I'm half white. I'm like, I, I, I'd like, they thought, a couple of my friends actually thought that I was really tanned, which blew my mind. They thought, that they're like, oh, isn't it cool that yeah. everyone, no one here is black? And I'm like, I didn't, I didn't say anything like that. They're like, didn't you realize like it's all white people? And I was like, sorry. And they're like, oh, I, I didn't know. I just don't want to assume anything. <laughs> I was like, like, it's so like, it's, it's not even kind of close. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's what gets me. And what's your, uh, how do you, how, what's your last name? Alango. So it's only six letters and right. I guess it's not. And oh, the other thing I always found crazy is my name is Manan, right? M-E-N-A-N. Five letters. My parents could have made it a lot harder. Yeah. It, it's Manan. Uh, the amount of times I get emails with Megan, um, anything else. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it's two syllables and I'll explain it to people and they'll be like, oh, I, I know I'm not going to get it next time. I'll try. <laughs> Shit. It's yeah. Manan. Like, it's two yeah. syllables. It couldn't yeah. be really that much easier yeah <laughs> um, Dude, i get called nevac so many times it's literally two syllables yeah. just try a little bit harder and it's literally you're spent. pertaining to the english language by putting the e at the end so you know how to pronounce the a you know that's just yeah and it's grammar. important that they they pronounce their name right for many reasons yeah for real because um, they they don't even want to put in the effort Mm-hmm. to to go that far to even pronounce it right. yeah or double check man that's right. all it takes right that was like when I used to work at um, the grocery store that I used to work at um, my supervisor at first when he met everyone would be like bye Michael bye Amanda bye bye Nancy, Joseph bye Crystal <laughs> and would point at me and go bye <laughs> 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 I was like okay that's awful that's that's actually the inspiration behind me changing my Twitter handle from uh, Baby Tetris to Krishna Chris. Baby Tetris is just like a stupid uh, like DJ or producing name that a friend of mine gave me in high school. But uh, but yeah, Chris is just like I'll introduce myself. Hey, I'm Chris. Uh, oh, nice to meet you, Chris. It's like, bruh, like it's not a lisp. Trust me. <laughs> it's Chris. Um, but yeah, I mean, every once in a while it kind of gets funny, but most of the time, uh, most of the time, I just find myself correcting him, you know. But thank you guys for uh, for sharing those tales of uh, of what we already expected to be a shitty picture of America. Um, but I mean, yeah, personal anecdotes only paint a uh, a more specific picture, you know. Yeah. The way that they're raised are very like. I feel like they don't travel much as as Canadians. We kind of like to explore a little more. I think them, they're like, everything we need is here. Why would we ever leave? Um, they're very confined within their borders. And, like, I would tell very, very outlandish lies. Like, like to my American friends, I'd be like, hey, you know how you guys in the summer go up to the cottage? I go to my igloo up north. Yeah. Ate it right up. Like, oh, oh. And, like, when I, we used to live in an apartment together, and I used to joke around because I was an idiot sometimes. I'd leave the door open when I walked in. They'd be like, stop leaving the door open. I'd be like, igloos don't have doors. Leave me alone. And they believed it because, oh, he's Canadian. Oh, maybe. Maybe it's possible. Well, they don't. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's all facts right now. Um, that's for sure. Uh, wow. Want to hit up yeah. the igloo this weekend, man? Anna, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's your igloo, dog? <laughs> Lake Simcoe? <laughs> Lake Simcoe, yo. Just, just south of the South Pole, yo. <laughs> 
<laughs> this guy goes south to go up to his igloo. <laughs> How's that block? All the way around. You want another one? Right? Just take the take that all the way around. It's okay. Yeah. Just keep going north. <laughs> You'll end up south. You south eventually. Wise words, bro. We'll start to have a uh, like a wisdom segment with that. Yeah, I think uh, we should do that. This is the first one. Yeah. Um, now I'm feeling like you know maybe I should get a glue. Maybe we should make that happen. I made uh, one. I wouldn't before. mind it. Hmm? Yeah, I made one before. Yeah. Um, it took a little while it's actually a lot harder than you think just to get that rounded top mm-hmm. without it collapsing in on you it's kind of tricky how many bedrooms? Uh, it was a two bedroom what was the rent like though? it was a queen bed it was uh, you know what low income neighborhood oh, okay. you know so only about uh, about 200 bucks all inclusive though so what uh, is it uh, two bathrooms or one and a half Bro, a bathroom is just like a, a hole in the wall. How do you get Wi Fi? Why It was actually yeah, just outside my school's library. So, oh, you know, no, I, heard, work, you I know. heard Rogers actually comes over to the room and they set up the internet. I don't know how they do it, but they find a way, man. Yeah. Those guys are they're crafty. Yeah. Commission free. Um, <laughs> Hundred use speeds. Yeah. yeah. Right, gonna be like, it's a li- it's gonna be a little bit slower because you're in the middle of uh, nowhere, <laughs> nowhere and uh, there's no electricity anywhere. But um, we figured it out for you. So. And you have no one to talk to. But, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that is also one thing that I will say. Shout out to Canada for uh, you know exploiting natural resources more than uh, the states have to. You know, it makes us at least think a little bit more about the uh, some of the beauty we got around us. You know. Say that much. Went to Scarborough Bluffs the other day mm. with a few of my friends. Um, I was the only one, I think, yeah, there's four of us. Three of them got baked. So you can imagine every time they just like step to the cliff. Or every time I step to the edge, I was just like looking down. They're like, bro, like, bro, my hand's here if you need it. Just like, just don't <laughs> fall, bro. Just don't fall, okay? And the whole time, uh, it's probably the most paranoid I've ever seen them. But also super funny uh, to just like see the marvel at like the sun setting in Scarborough, oh. just being like, yo, like, crazy how much is like right here in our backyard <laughs> 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 just, hearing, just hearing that just like uh yeah it was really heartwarming oh man you will see that oh whoa, this is this is what we have this is toronto yeah. oh my god this is, like, it's right here it's right in our backyards guys um you can also visit um mccown and finch yeah. where um if you're holding a coffee somebody will be like hey give me your coffee yeah. i'll be are you sure you don't want my wallet or my iPhone? No, I want your coffee right now. All right, all right sir, please take it. Do you it. have the extra Splendor with you? <laughs> and you got to give up that Splendor or else your life is gone. So, Yeah, man. That's real life. Petty thieves, bro. That just yeah. reminds me of that 199 story, taking the 39 versus the 199. What is it? Okay, please. so you don't know this, but um, on McCown and Finch, there's you can take 39 bus TTC or the 190. Bus. Yeah, yeah right. the TDC, legendary TDC. 39 bus or the 199. 199 is express, so it skips a few stops, gets to the Finn station faster. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you, 199, I equate to luxury. <laughs> um, like one time, like uh, he dropped me off. It like Warden like, and Finch. Mm. Warden this at like 10.30, the 199 stops after 10. Yeah. And then I had like a box of poutine, and then I went on there, and then a guy was like, hey, are you going to eat that? I was like, well, probably. That's why I have it in this poutine in this, in this white container. That's the plan. That's the game plan. Like, I want to take it home and eat it. And then he was like, uh, also, he was not wearing shoes um, or um, a shirt. So I was like, you know what? Uh, please, man. I don't know. Whatever. And then he just starts eating with his hands and all that. And then 
One time on the 199, somebody gave me a cupcake. Uh, I didn't ask for the cupcake. Um, she's like, hey, do you do you want this cupcake? I was like, sure. I mean, why not? It's a strawberry cupcake. Um, no poison in it. And yeah, you pre- it was. I was about to say, did you not proceed to just have like an LSD trip for them? No, I don't question when people give me uh, gifts or food. Yeah. I immediately accept it. Yeah. Um, Unless it's like a Chobani yogurt or like something, I would qu- I would never eat in my life. Special K bar. Hey, do you want the special K? Oh no! Get that poison away from me. Man, your story about thirty nine one nine nine is very real though. So like every time I was I studied at Shulik at um, after on the weekends, like I'd have to take the thirty nine home because the one ninety nine stopped running. And this one time, shout out to Tharsan and Divi. Uh, they're on the bus with me, and this one guy comes in. We're trying to sit, I'm just trying to sit in the back. It's normal to sit. Go to the back, guys. This very hood-looking dude says, Brecker, don't sit there. And we're like, okay. Kind of get up and move across the side. And then this guy gets up, and we, he walks off. We look in the back. There's 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 Dookie on the seat. Wow, so he's helping you. Yeah, he, he, he did it. He did it? Yeah, because he <laughs> smelled very bad when he walked around. So absolutely terrible. Damn. Um... But yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of times like that. On 39 ones home, uh, I got got a uh, stop at Seneca. This guy from Seneca College just comes, sits right beside me and my friend, and he goes, "Hey, where's the nearest hospital?" And he's holding his hand really tight, and we're like, uh, "Not sure, man." He goes, "Yeah, because I just dislocated my fist. Those bees coming up, like nothing." And then we, and then he looks and he goes, "What are you guys studying business?" <laughs> Uh, you guys want to be accountants and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> just having a conversation. <laughs> I was like, I kind of nodded my head. I was like, uh, I, I, no one does to be an accountant, but I just nodded my head. And the guy goes, Yo, this is my favorite part. He goes, uh, Yo, Seneca College has a three-year credit <laughs> program. It's true, they do. They have a three-year credit program. And we're just looking at each other like, I know that. And he goes, you guys want to go to university? You guys think it's better? Guys, you're gonna do an extra year. You're gonna pay more for that. It's not better. He's giving us a speech. And we're taking it. We're taking it all down. Like, yep, you got it, man. You got this it. Guy works for the office of admissions, just trying to make his commission. Uh, you like, and like, gets up. Hand is not in good shape. Just gets off the bus. And I'm like, oh thank God. Oh my goodness. Um, I have to backtrack a little. Um, so the guy who took a shit on the bus. <laughs> That makes me think a lot because you Don't have to. Don't take the thirty nine, please. You have to not give a fuck <laughs> to take a shit on a bus. You have to be like, you know what? I don't care about other humans. I don't care about uh, like, you know, a pregnant woman walking in, having to sit on it, sit in that back row. I don't care about like an elderly couple coming in. Whatever. I'm just gonna take this shit right here. <laughs> and he he succeeded. <laughs> He's like, I can't. I can't get off at the next stop, find a McDonald's or any fast food place, which I'm sure there are probably many here. Yeah. I'm just gonna unzip my um, probably uh, what type of jeans do you have on? True religion. True religion. True. He was uh, most likely not wearing selvage denim. He was probably wearing uh, definitely true religion, <laughs> and um, and he just let it go. So. Um, uh, shout out to him, wherever he is. Okay, but think about, but okay. Also consider this. Consider just like how strongly willed we are. The, like think about the last time you almost shit your pants, but you powered through it. What if the man just lacked lacked the willpower? Like he tried so hard. Like what if he was at the opposite end of that bus stop, and as soon as he got out, he was like, Yo, "I gotta take a shit." But I live an hour and a half away. What am I about to do? 
am I about to miss Game of Thrones yeah. or am I about to take this dookie and make it home in time to see Jon Snow, you know? First of all, you're protecting him. This guy, if, you, if you're taking a shit on a bus, you're not going anywhere. Like, you're not going to be important. All right, you're not, you're not going to work. You're not going to school. You're, I don't know what you're doing, but come on, man. Like, no, no excuses for that. Look, no protection. You're innocent until proven guilty. I know what I would have done. All right, I know what I would have done in that case, which is get off at the next stop, or not even like. I'm assuming he felt it midway because he's he already sat on the bus and he's like, okay, I gotta take a shit. I'm just gonna get out the next spot, even if there are no stores around. Just take like at least be decent enough to take it in a forest or something where there's no humans around. Mm. But he's like, I don't care about um, the bus. I don't care about humans. I'm just Maybe he's on his last he token. He stayed you know, like, on the bus and warned people. That's what gets me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Was, Maybe he like, just didn't have another token. You know? like, <laughs> yes. he... That's the thing, because like, the bus was... We're waiting at Finch Station, right? We take the 60 to Finch. Now we're taking the Finch, the 199, no, 39 in this case, home. So we're at Finch Station. The guy's already on the bus when it comes in. So we're getting on the bus. Maybe he forgot to stop and he wants to take a stop on the way back. I don't know the case. I like to sit in the corner just so I can sleep. But that seat was unavailable. Mm. Sit in a pile of feces if you want to. I feel like you can't give him that excuse of I don't have a token. <laughs> you just gotta ex- yeah. you have to take this L and go to like a bank right after or something like that or ask somebody for a ride or something like that. Um no. What year was this? This was like probably second or third year, so probably like 2014, 2015. Okay, so Uber existed as well. Um, so, <laughs> nope. No, uh, no passes. Fair enough, man. You clearly are. <laughs> you thought this was through. Yeah, I'm really thinking this now. I'm really thinking about this. Listen, I'll, I'll, like I've powered through like a two-hour bus ride with like a full stomach, just like using every muscle in my body to just like hold myself together. There's a go bus, so there's no... There's no bathroom. Oh, wait, so you didn't just unzip your pants to get shit right on the seat? <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is uh-huh. every, like, every like pothole that we hit was, like, millimeters away, man. This oh. is all I'm saying. Like, you don't know what this guy went through. All no. it takes is, like, one pothole, one abrupt stop. Listen, what if the man sneezed? That's just, like, <laughs> I guess it's probably going to come out regardless. I'm just saying like, variables, man. I'm just, I'm not even trying to give him benefit he, of the doubt. My thing is, maybe, maybe, maybe if you're not a good human of any... He didn't... Tell anybody else but us. Maybe you get off at the next stop, but like you don't want to be, you don't be in the scene of crime. You want to get out. He just stood there and paced back and forth. It's almost like he's marking his territory because he did it. I can smell it, and every time he walked by, I can smell it more. You see that SpongeBob meme, the caveman meme, just like marking his territory. The back of the one ninety nine, thirty nine, the thirty nine. Oh, this is right. Obviously, this is not the one ninety nine. Thirty nine bus. But this is also good advice. Do not take the 39. Just power. Just try to make it before 10, my guy. Yeah. Just try, to, just try to do that. But you know what? Now that the uh, they got the Presto machines on all of them, like, if, you, if you're about to hop on one, it looks sketchy as hell. Just let Cap it pass. Hopping, yeah. yeah. And just let the next one. They got the Presto on the buses now? On TGC? I think by the end of the year, they're trying to have every, okay. or Presto on every bus. Do you have a Presto yeah. card? No. Okay. Should I invest? Yeah, I think so. It's basically just like a, a loadable like transit card for uh, Go Transit and TTC. I believe Viva as well. And Viva oh, as well, which is like Marketing Transit. Yeah. 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 Right. So it uh, so regular like used to you'd have to buy subway tokens 
and then mm-hmm. buy a ticket for a go bus or go train mm-hmm. or like a 10 ride stamp card or something mm-hmm. but now it's like you just load money on this and just like tap for all different transit systems all right. like i think i think there's only like maybe a handful of like subways in toronto that still don't have them but by the end of the year they're planning out so there you go pro tip pro tip to get around Toronto. thank you